All right, everybody, roll those bones because I'm not doing the recap again. No, sir. No I did excuses. I got a 19. Okay. Four. Oh, you got a four chowder? Oh, hell yeah. Still chowder? <laughs> I mean, maybe Dude. that. What'd you roll? Uh, let me roll. Six. Six. Oh, oh, we God. all rolled terribly. We were so close. So hey, close. Chatter, the, the, the bones dictate you are the recapper all once right. again. What happened yep. last time? Previously on Dice Popula. So, uh, we, we had like ourselves the little Mexican standoff, then called casted fireball. People caught on fire. Well, if it's a Mexican standoff, he cast L fireball. Stop this. Okay. Immediately. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. Bad. Would be La Fireball. El Ball de Fuego? Fireball Feminine. Stop this. Immediately. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say ball in Spanish. I know how to say fuego. That's about it. <laughs> Anyways, you know, Locke was like going to town on like several people. I uh, oh. tried to disguise myself as the cockney dude. Uh, <laughs> you tried to say convince... Locke was going to town on several people? Yes. I tried to disguise myself as the cockney guy and like try to convince the other... Uh, the other like pirate dudes to like not kill us then more dudes came we, uh so we just uh, ran past them after causing us creating a smoke screen we got, then got shot by some ballistas then we got to the top floor and it and uh through a sending stone we find out tony alliance he says he's coming to save everybody saving them from us there's a pirate wizard and uh the pirate wizard throws cult off a building he do that this is my secret revenge's dungeon master i'm going to throw every fucking one of you off of a high thing <laughs> get that would ready suck no i'm kidding that was just all of you can fly in some regard except maybe jetta i can't fly you have trash wings, Pat. You can fall with no, style. I can't. <laughs> You've been carrying around your trash wings for what? How long you never has it let been? Those a go. year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Also, mean locker invisible when this starts. Just That's so correct. The audience knows. We're gonna Good go call from. Out. Good call out. We're gonna go from Maeve's point of view. Maeve, Colt has just rushed past you, through the fog. You can't see what's happening. You hear some mumbling and some crackling of voices on the other side of the fog, which very suddenly dissipates with a whoosh of air coming from behind you and catapulting forward. The fog spreads just in time for you to see Kalt going over the edge of the building. You do not see what's causing the wind. You do not see what's causing the fog. You don't see the source of the voices. You also don't see Locke and Jetta, who are currently invisible. What do you do? Um... Well, I don't have a reaction to save him, as in I don't know Featherfall. So I guess my first instinct is going to be to look around. Would I have heard uh, Tony Lyons' voice through the Sending Stone? You would have heard a voice. Um, If you want to roll for it, let me know, but I'm just going to say off the cuff, I don't think you'd be able to distinguish it uh, from the distance, given the volume and the the other things happening. I'll I'll roll Perception for it. Yeah, go for it. All right, that is a 13 plus one, 14. You could barely distinguish what was coming through the stone because you're not familiar with that method of communication. So off the rip, you don't know what was said, but you know it's Tony. Okay, then I'm going to uh, start to rush forward towards that. Okay, Uh, you rush forward towards the sending stone. You can see Colt has gone over the edge of the building Mm -hmm. and you're going for the sending stone. I'm just making sure I get that that order of operations correct. He's a big boy, he can save himself. Okay, well, well, I'll resolve Colt's stuff in a second. But Maeve, you're going towards the towards the sending stone area as well. Um, Locke mm-hmm. and Jetta, you see Maeve running ahead. Now that the fog has dissipated, you do not see each other. But as Maeve moves behind her, steps out a pirate wizard, presumably one of the individuals responsible for the things you just witnessed. Mm-hmm. And they are winding up to cast another spell on Maeve. If you have specifically reaction, I will allow you to use them here. Fucking bitch ass motherfucker. Are they within five feet of me? I think five feet's cutting it. They're a little off to the side around the corner uh, and just now stepping out. So I'll say they're more like 10 feet away from you. Can I take one step forward? No, it's what a, it's, it's reaction or bust. Well then, you're a poopy butthead. 
Cool. Love it. Love to hear it. I won't cry about that later. Uh, Jetta, that do you feel, have, Colin? It feels like I'm going to get a new therapist. Jetta, what, uh, do you have any reactions that you would like to use? I'm going to just uh, prepare myself to do a sneak attack on this uh, pirate wizard, but uh, right now I'm holding the action. Okay, that's fine. Locke, actually, that's, that's a good call. If you want to hold an action to take in a moment, like prepare for something, you can. My idea is I'm going to try to like tackle this person as soon as I am able to. Gotcha. That sounds good. Maeve, you're making a strength save, baby. Oh man, let's do it. So that's a 10. Okay. I would like to use my reaction Mm -hmm. and use bend luck on it. I can spend my sorcery points and roll a d4 and add it as a bonus or a penalty. So I'm going to add it as a bonus. You sure you don't want to use the penalty? Very sure. That is now a 14. Maeve, you are so drawn by the voice of Tony Lyons coming through the stone. You tunnel vision into it, sprint ahead. And as you pick it up, you hear a voice echoing through it. It's like, I don't know what's going on up there, folks. Drop the sails. We got to get in there as fast as possible. Tell the pods we got to get in. And they keep rambling as he's giving commands to the ship, no longer talking directly into the stone. And while you're momentarily transfixed by it, you do look up just in time to see the wizard casting a spell against you, another gust of wind. And though the wind initially catches your clothes, you feel a surge of focus beyond your mental capabilities, rooted in your magical origins that you still don't fully understand, and you plant your feet on the ground, resisting the wind and staying planted, as now this wizard has shown its whole ass to Locke and Jetta. Are we... Are we gonna eat eat his ass? I wasn't planning on it. Were you gonna eat or eat? What did you say? I'll do the eating. You can do the eating. <laughs> you do okay. the eating. I do the eating. <laughs> the old eating. I'll say Locke is closer. So Locke, I'm gonna resolve your action first. Locke, if you can, please let me know how you tackle this bad boy. Um. So is he between me and the balcony, or am I running back away from the balcony to tackle him? You're running towards okay. the balcony. You were approaching the lit edge of the cloud. Now that it's dissipated, you see there's you, the wizard, Maeve, and Cult is somewhere off the edge. I'm going to try to truck the wizard over the balcony as well. Cool. How do we do tackles in 5e? Um, it would just be a contested athletics check, or the or the wizard could use um, acrobatics. Okay, we're going to yeah. roll contested athletics and... Mm-hmm. Plus, okay, what'd you get? 21. Yike. Okay, uh, you see this person trying to throw Maeve off the edge of the building, and before the spell even finishes casting, and Maeve has been, like, pushed back a little bit, you have knocked this wizard onto the ground. You fully have them uh, prone and under your control. Damn. Uh, Jetta, you're still holding your sneak attack action. Uh, I would like you to make a perception check. That is 16 altogether. So, Jetta, you see that this wizard has been tackled and you relax and see that Maeve is now solidly planted. Locke has this wizard under control. Invisibility is dropped, so Locke is now visible and you are not. But from behind you comes yet another gust of wind, and I would like Maeve and Locke to make strength what saves the once fuck, again. Dude, how many deck wizards are there? I got 26. I got a uh, a nine minus one. That's an eight. So, Locke, you are barely moved by this, but Maeve, you have picked up the Sending Stone. Feel it, felt as though you got your uh, got your bearings about you before a second wizard popped out, cast Gust of Wind on you, and you have also been blown off the side of the building and are now falling. Jetta, you have sneak attack prepared, and this person cannot see you. You may attack them if you would like. Yeah, I will. I will sneak attack the second wizard, I guess. Yeah. Go for it. Hit me. All right. Does a 17 hit? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Tw- 20 damage altogether. All right. So you do a total of 20 damage. This wizard is not dead, but I'll say that you pinned it up against the wall from behind which it just sprang, stabbed it, and it is now bleeding and in pain and having a lot of difficulty staying upright. So was there two pirate wizards? That these two know of? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> just, just a million pirate wizards in this room all hiding behind fucking yeah. countertops and <laughs> closets. Don't worry, I had I had hard numbers in head. It's not just gonna be like, and another! Uh, uh, uh. Like, I'm not just gonna get in that fucking loop. Cult, you have been knocked off the edge of the building. What do you do? 
do I see everybody? Because other people got knocked off the building, right? Uh, Not maybe? yet. Um, uh, if we're going a little atemporal here, uh, you've just been thrown off the building. Nobody else has been thrown off the building. You are falling down maybe down, down, 60 to 80 feet. So like you got a second or two before you hit the ground. Do I, do I have enough time for an action or just a reaction? I'll give you an action. Oh, your boy's gonna fly then. Um, I'm gonna cast. Uh, <laughs> do can I still can I see anybody else in the room that I can also cast fly on? Just curious because I I, I, I have don't think you have fallen slot. below falling, the yeah. eye line of gotcha. the of the balcony. You're actually closer to the previous balcony where the ballistas are reloading. They actually see you like stop falling in midair and they're like, "Oi, he's in there! He's in the sky!" And they're all like cranking their ballistas, turning them around, tr scrambling to try to reload right. them and point them at you. Uh, I'm gonna burn a fourth level slot to cast fly and I'm just gonna zoom I'm just gonna zoom they're gonna I'm gonna Superman out of there like good luck hitting me moving 60 feet per second I'm faster than a speeding bullet well not really are but you kinda. yeah 60 feet per second speed of most bullets are you moving straight up back toward the balcony are you flying through this lower floor where you got shot before no I'm gonna try and zoom back up to where I was blown off okay so you fly straight back up as you move back up though and you're like preparing to have, I'm guessing Colt in his mind is thinking like he's going to have some sort of like another Jesus moment where he just flies back up. That, yeah. But as you're doing that, you do see a small child get yeeted off the edge of the balcony as well, as Maeve has also been blasted off by a gust of wind. Can Colt try to catch? Maeve's been real mouthy this last couple of sessions, mm -hmm. so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she should be saying. I mean, do whatever Colt would do. Yes. Well, is there anything that you're going to do? I don't have a reaction to take. I'm counting Maeve as having used all her stuff for this round of combat um you use your action oh. to fly so if i don't save her she's gonna splat you can react but i will say at this point you've consumed most of your movement yeah so and because you have 60 foot fly speed right yes yes I do. yes you consume um, most of your movement and your action the only thing i would have left is a reaction i do have feather fall so i will snap my fingers and cast feather fall okay mave you Having just been thrown off the side of the building, I don't know what your vocal reactions are. If you have any, feel free to express those as you ah! see fit. And Featherfall hits you, and right before you would pick up the speed, that's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die. Uh, you do begin to slow down. You guys haven't been getting along great, but Colt and Maeve, you lock eyes as uh, Colt does potentially save your life here. Uh, Maeve, maybe you should ask for, uh, maybe you should ask gravity to, uh, to help you out. Um, maybe, maybe if you beg gravity not to kill you, uh, it, it won't, it won't. That's sass. You're being sass. <laughs> As I continue to fly upwards. I just hear him like uh, muttering. Maybe. It gets like more incoherent as I float down. Yeah, she got that. She 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 knows. She gets that. Oh, that was that was sick. I have won that fucking argument. All right, Maeve, just before you, <laughs> Maeve, before you got thrown off the edge of the building, did you pick up the sending stone or were you just listening to it? I just want to make sure I know. Oh, I, there. I totally would have grabbed it. Okay, cool. Make a uh, deck save for me. Oh boy. All right. Uh... That is a 10 plus 4, 14. You, through all of this, managed to keep the Sending Stone on your person. You know you are falling to the ground relatively quickly, but in a fashion that will not injure you. There is the added complication that those ballistas are being targeted toward where Cult just was, and that's where you're about to fall. So you have the Sending Stone, you are falling. I'm going to count this as a reset in the combat order. So you may now take actions and reactions as you see fit. Everybody is back at like full action sets for whatever you want to do. But that's it. Locke and Jetta, you have wrestled control of the wizards that you found on the top deck. Cult, you are flying. Maeve, you are falling with style with a sending stone in your hand about to be targeted by ballistas. What do you all do? So do I land on the ground, first of all? If I'm falling, because uh, I think Featherfall makes you fall like 60 feet per second, so correct. I just land. It would be about a second before you hit the ground. Uh, if you're just going to allow yourself to fall, I am going to have the ballistas. So let me roll some. Okay. Nope, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. That might do it. What's your AC, Maeve? It's 14, but I can cast shield as well. You are falling to the ground, and two giant ballista bolts fly by your head, and a third... The one from across the balcony is aimed directly at you and about to fire. Uh, you hear the kachunk as the string looses and the bolt flies towards you. The first two have missed, but this third uh, will hit. Okay. I have a couple things. I have bent luck. 
So I'm going to spend two sorcery points again. And this time you have to subtract a d4 from your attack roll. A d4 from my attack roll. Okay, so that means I'm rolling with a 12. Um, that does not hit. Instead of 16, which does not hit. So Maeve, as you're falling down the side of the building, you your eyes lock onto the front of this thing. You understand what's about to happen. And again, that same surge of like magical ethereal confidence overcomes you as you focus on the ballista. And as it fires, as you hear that kathunk, it looses, but it jerks upward just a little bit from the mishandling of the pirate operating it. And the third one misses you, and you fall all the way to the ground at the bottom of the, like I said, 60 to 80 feet. So if you're 60 feet per second, within a second or two, you hit the ground uh, at the foot of the compound. You are now back downstairs, all on your own. Do I still have my action and bonus action? You do. Okay. Um, I guess I'd like to use the, I'd like to move behind cover um, and just say, Tony! Tony, hi! It's... Can you, can you get the people to stop attacking us? Oh my goodness, is that? Okay, uh, hang tight. No, they, these people are not with us. They are not under our control. You gotta hang tight. I've got myself and we got three Tide Pods. We will be there in four minutes. If you have anybody else that can help, hold the fort, we'll be right there. Uh... You also do know, Maeve, that the Liberty is docked here with a crew. But, you know, they can't really see or hear what's going on. Hmm. Okay. And did using the Sandy Stone, was that my action? I'll consider that a free action. That's just speaking. Did, wait, do send, Sending Stones don't have like a... Um, I know they uh, have a use. limited number of uses, I think, but I don't remember there being an action. But I could... Okay. Yeah, I don't recall there being an action. Uh, let me... Could be possible. It, it could be use an action. Yeah. You can make up your own magic item right, right now on the spot. It's like a magic walkie-talkie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of it being something a little more magical than just a magic walkie-talkie. I'll put some thought into it, but I think a magical walkie-talkie just has, I mean, it's magical. It has magical in the name. Uh, magical walkie-talkie, here we go. No, so the sending stone in your hands, uh, you did not take an action. You're good. You still have an okay. action and bonus action. You're on the ground. Remember before you did see people running to the ship, so there's no one immediately near you, but you do know that there are people in the three ships that are docked, and the Liberty is just like a brief walk away. Okay. Um, how far is the Liberty? Liberty, I'd say it's it's a ways away, probably like 400, 500 feet. It's it's like just a, around the bend behind a big rock. Uh, hard to reach that in a single turn, but. Okay, well, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I'm going to. God damn it. <laughs> yep, okay. So I'm going to. I should have learned from Chowder's mistakes and made it 600 feet. <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's what we're going to do. So I'm going to quicken cast arcane gate okay and essentially what that does is make two portals like an orange and a blue one Mm -hmm. Uh, that's fun and they have a distance of 500 feet so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make one in front of me and one Mm -hmm. right at the liberty and then i'll use my action to kind of dash through one side and say hey hey we, we need help up here come on through the portal and then dash back through and tell the, the tell the crew to come through the portals as I concentrate on holding the gate. <laughs> Dennis is not phased at all by what happens and has fully learned to expect weird shit from you and says to the crew, you heard the captain, onward, and Lee draws a sword and runs through the portal. You now have the entire crew of the Liberty, one by one, streaming out of a goddamn portal to the base of the Tideout. You're welcome. So back upstairs, Cult, you slowly ascend into Eyeline with Locke and Jetta, both of whom are now visible and restraining wizards. What did the three of you do? Uh, so you said the wi- wizard is like pinned up against the wall right now? Yeah, you stabbed her in the abdomen and you have her like by the throat against the wall. Uh, I guess I'll just uh, keep her restrained, make sure she can't cast any spells. Yeah, no, she's she's in bad shape. We're past the, the point of suppressing these people and we're back. Yeah, you into have them the, under control. We're back into the start murdering them camp, in my yeah. opinion. Also, Locke, do keep in mind that you did just see Maeve go over the edge and Kalt float back up while saying mean things to Maeve. Yeah, so the person I have subdued is still on the ground, correct? Yes, yeah, you, uh, you are on top of them. I'm gonna throw them over the edge now. <laughs> The wizard casts Featherfall. 
Maybe. Hold on. <laughs> we'll see. Let me actually fucking see if they have Featherfall. Okay, go ahead and uh, throw them over the edge of the building. I'm going to count this as an action. I know yeah. you have 80 of them, but this is an action. Do, do you want this as a, a strength check? I, I know how okay. strong you are, Pat. You don't cool. need to flex on this. I know you're strong enough to throw them off the edge of the building. You do it. They're thrown. Yeah. And then I'm just going to look over the edge. Call, make a deck save. Why am I making a deck save? Make a deck save, please. <laughs> to dodge the guy falling. Uh, 12. That is a 12. Uh, Locke, just go ahead. Make a strength roll. For, just like add your strength mod. Okay. I was about to roll it, but I'm like, that's less fun. 15. Colt, you have just zinged Maeve super good. Like, you fucking got her, man. Gravity. <laughs> Ask gravity to do nice shit for you. And you float up a little bit, and as your eyes peek over the edge of the balcony, you look up and go, oh shit, because an entire whole person is about to hit you in the face. So you are smacked by this person Locke has thrown off the edge. And they may have sailed clean over into the water, but they just bounce off of you and fall down below onto what is essentially a bayonet tailgate party with all the soldiers running through with their swords. They are big dead. Between fall damage and swords, absolutely. Hey, 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 watch where you're throwing your trash. <laughs> I guess taking the cue from that, I'm gonna like, while still keeping the sword in that wizard's abdomen, I'm gonna pull out a dagger and stab him. I don't think I get sneak okay. attack for that. <laughs> I mean, mate, yeah, I, I'm going to say you succeed on the attack roll. Just roll damage. If the wizard's prone, you'd get sneak attack because you'd have advantage. I mean, they're not technically prone. They're they're upright. Oh, well. Sorry, I tried chowder. <laughs> yeah, you did. I get one. I do one damage. No, wait, please let me go. Did you just... Did you stab me again? Was that, oh my God, I'm bleeding even more now. Oh, and they're just like moaning and groaning and like slowly collapsing under the, the weight of what you're doing. Call you do see the entire Liberty crew having been summoned right there at the bottom of the compound. What do you all do upstairs specifically? So I did hear Tony on uh, like a talking stone. He said he was coming here and I'm gonna read between the lines and I think he is coming here to save them from us what that's I'm, yeah <laughs> all right i just wanted to make sure we're all on the page so there's no surprises to be clear call is uh, suggesting that tony lyons is coming to attack you that is uh, what call okay. is suggesting Sorry. you uh, speak so fucking uh, weird sometimes yeah. dude uh, well what <laughs> no no clearly tony lyons is trying to deal with whatever the stick wizard is what what what, what what's going yeah. on here i don't understand the people currently here are not with tony i think they might be i trust tony wait like i'm uh, i i address the dick wizard you what, what what's going on here why why isn't tony lines <laughs> the here? dick wizard <laughs> ah. um, okay. my nickname in high school yeah <laughs> Is that because it had a little hat or a little beard? Anyway, moving on. Both. <laughs> Jetta, you ask uh, the deck wizard what is uh, what is going on here, and they say, we're trying to save the Black Tide. Oh! It, I, I look to Locke where the Black Tide isn't something to be saved, right? The Black Tide that we tried to put in place should be saved. Yeah, I, I guess it depends on if this person's trying to be part of the new Black Tide or the old Black Tide. New Black Tide or old Black Tide? You mean the old Black There's one Black Tide. Oh, if we, the whole thing's no, going to fall no, apart. Motherfucker, there's no no, no one Black Tide. Are you Kizo's Black Tide? That, that's that's how you do it. If we don't do what Kizo said, this dies. All, oh, jeez. Oh, and collapse on the ground and keeps bleeding. All right, so you're part of the old Black Tide. In which case, kill him. Yeah, new black tide is like too soft for me. I prefer old black tide. Like, just whenever they start, like, it just really, it's only about the music. I feel like it's about money for new black tide. <laughs> yeah, this black tide is a bunch of sellouts. I don't know how to feel about killing an already subdued person. Uh, All right, well, if they don't die and they yeet you off the edge, how are you going to feel after that? Kind of bad. Uh, mm, I, I knock them out. Uh, hit them with the hilt, hilt of the dagger. Okay. You guys have gotten control of what's going on upstairs, and at this point, Maeve, you are able to greet Tony Lyons with his fleet of four ships as he docks and approaches. Dennis and the Liberty crew have easily gotten a hold of the remaining eight or so people 
Uh, I'm just gonna sort of speed this up. There were uh, fewer than 10 people left between the ballistas and the people running for the ships, and you handily outnumber and outpower them. After maybe 10 to 15 minutes of regrouping, you all meet downstairs outside the front door of the hideout. And Tony, uh, Tony's a dwarf, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Yeah. So Tony uh, <laughs> kind of like waddles on over to Locke, who is more than double his height, and gives him a hug and says, oh my God, brother, it has been such a crazy mess since you left. I am so glad to see you. I can't thank you enough. It's, uh, what the hell brings you back here? Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to this very brief breakaway for Chapter 79, Airborne Ineffectiveness. Uh, we want to thank you so much for listening. We want to thank our patrons for choosing the obviously correct title for the episode. There was never another option, of course. And... We also want to start asking some questions. I know we've all been pretty busy lately. It hasn't been the most vocal party over here at Dice Populi. We are just working to make sure that you have all your episodes of Dicey Waters and Entrenched. Uh, but going forward, as we close out the year and close out Dicey Waters, we're starting to ask each other, and we want to ask you, what's next for the show? Do you have any ideas for things that you'd like to see? Stories, adventures, bonuses, uh, or just community projects? If anything comes to mind, let us know on Discord, on Twitter. If you go to DicePopular.com, you can find links to all that stuff. But if you have ideas, please share them with us. We hope to hear from it, and we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. What the hell brings you back here? Why does she look different? What's going on? So, uh, we kind of need help with something, and I, I thought that... You're not alone. I thought that you would have things under control here, so we we figured we'd just come and, and pick you up and, and go do the thing that we need help with, but but it, it seems like you need help first. So so what's going on with you? Well, in case you couldn't tell, there are certainly still people within the Black Tide that do not appreciate the change in leadership. It seems less like it's a personal thing, like they don't trust me to get the job done, but more just like a difference in ideology. Basically, what a lot of these people are claiming is that Kiso's strength wasn't just rooted in trade, but that there was some form of leverage he had over the Mage Lords. And you know what? I've read his papers. I've seen his stuff. I can't find a goddamn thing. But these fucking zealots, they are fighting tooth and nail. These ones apparently managed to sneak in while we were out on a, on a task. I'm glad you were able to clean them out, make sure we didn't suffer any casualties. But basically, there are cracks in the armor, and I'm doing lock, man. It always seemed like, you know how when we would be sitting there, eating our sandwiches, talking shit to the people above us, like, I can't believe this is how the Black Tide operates? Mm -hmm. It's a lot fucking harder than you, than you think once you're actually up there. You gotta give a shit what people say, or else they just start stabbing. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, you gotta... <sighs> It's hard, but sometimes you just got to be willing to stab first. Well, yeah, if you and I didn't learn that lesson the hard way, I don't know what we did, what else we learned. But look, I mean, I, I lined up a new Gabagool supplier, your old friend, got all that set, got him new sandwiches, and it just, it didn't, it didn't matter. We lost a whole fleet of ships out to the west, and I don't even know. Right now, it's all hands on deck. So honestly, I was going to see if I could ask you for some help, but it seems like we both kind of got our stuff going on, don't we? I mean, if if we can help you do something real quick, then yeah, we'll do it. But we got we got a an issue that's a little bit more threatening the entire Badlands type shit, you know? If you catch my drift. Tony blinks kind of shocked and looks across all of your faces and is like, The whole Badlands. I was okay. Um what's going on? Uh, and I, I will remind you that uh, Maeve has been pretty insistent that you guys keep secret all the details of the locations of the gods and stuff. But Tony Flato asks you what's happening. Is Maeve back up here? Yeah. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, no. You're all downstairs by the outside. Ships are docking. Prisoners yeah. are being tied up. All uh, that stuff's happening in the background. Um. Well, we, the mage lords are up to something. And so we, we kind of have to go around to stop them i guess we're, we're still trying to figure it out as we go along uh D dennis does voice 
Uh, our ship is fairly low on materials. Uh, we are uh, um, having difficulty repairing uh, damage that the Liberty sustains on our trips. Perhaps if we are both in need of assistance, we can compare stores and resources and figure out if we can benefit each other on both of our journeys. Tony Lyon scratches his head and says, I mean, you look at this place, we got wood, we got metal, we got raw materials galore, but ugh, I, with all the battles we've been getting into, I, uh, at this point, I am scrounging, scrounging for what I need to get, get the ammunition, the cannonballs, the ballista boats, the everything. It's, anything you guys can give would be, uh, fantastic. And once my fleet is up and running, I mean, hey. Locke, I promise I'd help make the Black Tide a force for good. It sounds like you guys are doing about as much good as you can still fighting the Mage Lords. It'll take a while, but I'm yours once I'm ready. I think that is uh, pretty agreeable. <sighs> so, how how about this? We have the Liberty and Dennis and all them. They, they kind of help rebuild here. They can do what they need to. They got all their parts. And then we'll take the... The, t the friendship and we'll go we'll keep doing what we need to and then we'll reconvene in a little bit uh, and Maeve you have been acting captain for two to three days now uh, Dennis looks at you and pauses let me verify this course of action with the captain of the liberty I will be back momentarily is the portal still active no it only lasts 10 minutes Dennis uh, takes, the, takes the scenic route back to the Liberty. <laughs> uh, so Tony basically scratches his head and he says, all right, listen, we'll, we'll work with the Liberty. We'll try to build up some sort of strength here, but uh, where, where are you guys headed? I might be able to give you a heads up about what you're walking into. Well, I believe our next stop is Burger Island, a port of some repute. And of course, where my beloved Jerry is hopefully there and also the skeleton crew which let's be honest here there's about a 50 percent well 90 percent chance that they've gone rogue and started to murder people along the countryside call as you're saying this the eight zombies you created during your scuffle uh mosey on out of the front of the building and you're saying these words and tony is seeing them for the first time kind of like wide-eyed like what the fuck is this guy doing uh call you have no idea they're behind you it's just happening in the background there's uh, but something tony behind me Oh, shit. Oh, God. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, they'll only be around for about an hour. Uh, good to know. Well, anyway, be careful over at the Saucy Onion up there, Burger. I was, uh, we had a bit of a kerfuffle trying to figure out our new, uh, our new f food supplier. I think I came out on top, so they still got onions, but the, but the meats, the gabagools, I got the special hookup for that. Well. Do you guys have a map? Do you have something I can, I can, I, I can draw things on. I want to give you an idea of what we figured out over the last two weeks. We do have a map. Yep, you have a got very detailed map, map on the map, Liberty. The Bring him the map. Alright, so um, you guys all lead Tony back to the Liberty, uh, a little ways behind Dennis, and as you approach the ship, Tony begins to explain to you. So basically, I don't know, Locke, you and I weren't the highest ranking folks in the organization, but whatever Kisa was doing apparently had a little more to do than just trade. So these fucking these at these defectors they've been saying we gotta deal with this we gotta deal with that there's spirits there's monsters there's water and that's it's all bullshit it's all water it's all nothing but i mean based on what they've been saying we have been uh we've been referring to them as ghost riders and they have squared off a little corner of the badlands all their own and as you board the liberty and gesture toward the map tony uh pulls out uh basically a, a piece of charcoal and starts to draw some lines and scrawl some words. So basically, Arianor is probably your best bet. As far as I can tell, we still got that locked down here in the Black Tide. Burger might be a little bit far out of that for comfort. But if you're going to cross north of that, if you're going to cross, you know, west of, uh, to the west side of the Badlands, you are either going to run into the Mage Lords, or you're going to run into the Ghost Riders. And it's not going to be pleasant either way. Well, I believe we could whip these ghost riders into shape. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, we, we could put them in a cage. So Tony draws a few lines on the map to indicate the territories uh, in the Badlands and what factions tend to have the most power over them. It seems the Mage Lords still control most of the northern half of the Badlands, and the Black Tide may once have controlled the southern half, but now uh, a large 
section of territory, almost a third of what was under the Black Tide, is now uh, under the purview of the Ghost Riders. Tony expresses that he has lost his control on the Black Tide in that region, and they are forming a new faction. So this is what I'm up against. I think if we hunker down and we maintain our borders, we can get our shit together. But like I said, it's gonna take a bit. Days, weeks, I don't know. We're in deep here, just like you. Should be fine. Well, I'll tell you what, if we can regroup here, let's say, do we want to put a, put a timer on it? Say three days, two days, three days? I don't know, something like that. Do we know how long it would take to get to Burger Island and back? Yeah, you know that to get to Burger Island and back, it would be about a day and a half to two days. To get to Burger Island and Arianor and back, just sailing, that would be two to three days. Um, assuming that you're, you know, not doing anything else in the meantime. But, you know, if you guys stop and do things at each location, I'm obviously going to count that. But for travel alone, one and a half to three days, depending on what you do. I think we'd only be stopping to get Jerry and get supplies. Yeah, just in case we get any kerfuffles, maybe say five days. <sighs> All right, five days. Sounds like a plan. Dennis, it is nice to make your acquaintance. I can't wait to meet your esteemed captain. I am already a big fan of your crew. But boy fucking howdy, do we have our work cut out for us. Uh, and then as Tony goes to disembark the Liberty, he says, Oh, I don't know what fucking ship you're talking about, but we do have a, a Tide Pod down at the dock. Uh, if we're going to be rebuilding, you might as well take it. Go quietly. Don't get caught. It's a lovely piece of machinery. I pull, I pull out the toy ship. Okay. <laughs> he has no idea what that means. And he keeps walking. <laughs> But he has given you guys uh, access to a Tide Pod for you to sail away and sail back uh, to rendezvous in five days. Okay, sweet. Well, we, we kind of got our own Tide Pod. You yeah, do. But so I don't know if we need that one. You're, you're, and it also transformed into a, a cargo ship that we could take cargo on. Dennis actually walks back up and says, I have conferred with the captain. We will aid with the rehabilitation of this fleet and in turn repair the Liberty. Eventually, we may have the force we need to withstand any Mage Lord offensives. If the depictions on this map by Tony Lyons are in fact correct, we may find ourselves under grave threat. This will be a benefit to both the Black Tide's causes and our own. Sounds good to me. All right. And so. Dennis uh, walks away to help maintain the ship, uh, which is now losing its bosun and navigator. Um, but yeah, you guys are now standing on the deck of the Liberty. What do you do? I guess... Uh it's time to go to Burger Island. Hell yeah, Jerry, we're coming. <laughs> All right, you do that. Do you take the friendship or do you take the Tide Pod that was offered to you? I think we just take the friendship. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. As you guys walk uh, back past the facility, you see uh, Tony is far too busy to say any real goodbyes as he uh, escorts prisoners back into the building, uh, is creeped out by the zombies that Cult has created and generally tries to get a grip on the insanity that's happened here at the Black Tide hideout. Probably around um, this time they would fall into piles of goop. Uh, okay, so that that happens as he's escorting the prisoners in, is they all collapse into goop and you just hear him go, oh my God, oh, what's happening? It happens. <laughs> you walk by the docks, you see the many Tide Pods uh, docked there, at least three of them, and Jedi, you're kind of like, wow, oh, beans, I wish I could take one of those as Maeve drops the friendship into the water. Uh, do you form it into a Tide Pod or into something else? I think Tide Pod. All right, so Tide Pod it is. I'm guessing you all embark. Yep. yep. All right, cool. So once you embark, you guys set sail for about the half day, full day's journey to Burger Island. Uh, you're no longer going through open sea. It's a lot more small rivers, winding canals and the like as you approach Burger Island. Uh, it is the next day. Uh, I am going to roll some dice to see if anything happens, but since we're underwater, it's a little less likely. It is a pretty smooth ride through the portholes. You see schools of fish, pods of, 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 of whales and things across the day that you're sailing. Uh, the fish here are generally smaller than the ones you see in the open sea just because of the amount of space. The whales tend to occupy the bigger gaps in between. But after about a day of winding and navigating, you do pull up to the dock by Burger Island. And you see, way up the hill, the Saucy Onion. Rebuilt. Turns out it didn't get damaged when you were captured here. There was no big crazy fight or anything. So this time, fully intact. The Saucy Onion is there. Uh, and you, um, you know, a couple hundred feet away. Do you, what do you do? 
Uh, disembark and shrink down the Tide Pod, I think. Fantastic. So everybody on... Uh, yeah, everybody uh, on land is uh, walking up there as Maeve pulls the Tide Pod out of the water, converting it into the small toy ship and putting it in her pocket. As you climb the path toward the Saucy Onion, you can tell that it is a little less lively than it used to be. It's uh, it's early morning, so you kind of think like, oh, it's, you know, it's the morning. People aren't at a restaurant getting drunk first thing in the morning. Maybe. I don't know. But you go and you go and approach the Saucy Onion, and as you get closer and closer, it does seem unusually quiet. When you open the door to enter, uh, you look around. Who's at the front of the marching order here? I'll be up front, I guess. Call. you swing open the door and you bust in. Your eyes are peeled looking for Jerry, trying to find any sign of your sweet boy. You enter and you look around. You don't see a lot of people here. There's the one or two drunks off in the back. Uh, you see a familiar halfling at the bar uh, trying to clean up and tend. Uh, this place seems to be closed, aside from the people that have fallen asleep here. Um, none of the usual sailors, none of the usual pirates, so nobody here that can broker materials for you. Fun. And no sign of Jerry in this building. What do you all do? Uh, excuse me, miss, have you seen... He was probably around when we were the last time here, just uh, a bit of a... This yay high smells a bit, you know, rotting flesh... Uh, undead, uh, you know, answers to Jerry. Uh, the halfling woman, uh, as everybody filters in behind the cult, uh, keeps doing her job, like, sweeping. As you start talking, sighs and puts the broom aside and, like, claps her hand together to get the dust off and says, Well, okay, I don't know if I'll remember you, but... <gasps> and she turns around and she recognizes the lost love of her oh life. Lock the dragonborn, with whom she was so deeply smitten upon last visit, is now standing in front of her again. Wounds in his side, singes on his scales, but beautiful as ever. Locke, you recognize this uh, this bartender that gave you many a sauce once upon a time as she loses her nerve and starts to- <laughs> That's too much sauce. And starts to ramble and says, oh, oh my word, yes, uh, absolute weird, uh, ha, ha, we're not actually open just yet, but it's, uh, w uh, welcome, grab a seat, I'm almost, I'm almost done cleaning, we're, we haven't resupplied on sauce yet, we had a bit of a, a disagreement over our suppliers, but that, you don't care about that, I'm just rambling, this has nothing to do with, hi, uh, sorry, what did you say, who are you, um, and she's like, blushing and sweating and nervous. I am Galt, and I'm looking for a zombie man named Jerry. Her face drops. Oh, um, well, he's not here. I'll tell you that much. Um, well, where maybe have you, you seen should. Him last? Well, if you want to check, obviously we have our port here. There's a larger port around the the north border of the island, uh, where you'll see a lot more, you know, ships. I, I'll just say that he was sort of scaring away customers, and I don't think we've really bounced back since then. So maybe check anywhere else, because he hasn't been here for days. Days? How many days? I, d I mean, I don't know. I'm only part-time here. Mm, fine. Which is why it's so fortunate I was here today and blinks at Locke. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will give you ten minutes with this scaly man if you can give me more information hey, about yo. Jerry. No, no, sh 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 I need this, Locke. <laughs> I'm sure we can find Jerry. You'll, you'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to prostitute out Locke yet. Thank you. The promise of time with Locke, she is already across the bar, not listening to any of you. Uh, nudging the people who are uh, who are sleeping in the booth is like, hey, the, 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 the fellow, the creepy fellow, where, if he could, where did he go? Where did he you hear mumbling off to the side as you argue about, you know, Locke's agency and not being whored out. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then basically comes back and says, honestly, if you can sort of check the docks up to up to the north side of the island, that would be your best bet. But he hasn't been here since shortly after you left. All right. Well, no new information. No 10 minutes with luck. Let's go. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Can it? I mean, uh, we'll have sauce next week. It's too much <laughs> sauce. And I'm going to walk out. <laughs> can I get a blooming onion to go, please? Well, the kitchen's closed. We have some 
Oh. We have some leftovers from last night. I mean, if you wouldn't mind that. Yeah, okay. That I guess that's okay. Okay, let me go fetch you one. Thank you. Crying to herself, <laughs> she walks back into the kitchen. I'm trying to support this woman as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Locke, do you have any reaction for like the 20 seconds that this woman is gone? Uh, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I think my mind went there because I watched the Always Sunny episode where Frank starts to whore out Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> so my mind went immediately like, ah, yes, luck. She comes back out, her face wiped, looking with like a big smile, trying to present herself. But seeing Locke is gone, her face drops yet again, deeper than when Jerry was mentioned, and hands the Blooming Onion to Maeve, wipes her eye, and walks right back into the kitchen without saying a word. You guys meet outside, Jetta and Maeve picking at the onion, and Locke, uh, call you say that to Locke as you're approaching. I mean, Locke, you could do a lot worse. She seems nice. I don't want to do anything at all. Like, just because I could do worse doesn't mean I have to do anything. Yeah, oh uh, this conversation is being had as you guys follow the path to the northern dock, so. Oh, yeah, you know, she just, she, she, you know, she wanted to spend a little time. She was fine. It could be platonic if you wanted to do. She definitely would not be expecting platonic I mean, possibly but no why not you, you people like you you like a in you know what is that uh, uh, intimacy the entire reason why I want to get out of the badlands is to get back to my family why would I betray whatever trust they may still have for me by trying to form up a quick relationship with someone here Especially when we don't exactly have a lot of time to spare in the first place. I suppose that's true, but who knows, by the time we finish here, everything could be different. That's not... We've already changed inside of Naraniel, what's to say when we finish our quests, that everything else won't be changed as well. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. For now, let's maybe not try to whore me out. Jenna, isn't this onion really good? Whoring out, I feel like, is a... Severe way of putting it. I was just borrowing some of your time and giving it to somebody else. My time is not yours to give. Oh, my time is my time is yours to give. I wouldn't do that to you because I respect your agency as a person. I mean, you could have said no. It was, just, it was a gambit. It was a I gambit. did say no, and I left. And now you're giving me shit for it. Oh, I'm not giving you shit. I'm just saying, hey, you know, live a little. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> what? I don't understand. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> you guys approach uh, the docks. And the, 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 the docks are not super busy. There are a few folks loading and unloading things here and there. And uh, sort of a quartermaster steps up to you guys with a book and some glasses and says, Well, hello then. What brings you here? What are you you're picking up? You're dropping off. What's your plan? Looking for a beautiful boy, green of skin, smelly of face, and about <laughs> yay high. <laughs> You're going to have to be a lot more specific than that. We got a lot of smelly green face bastards on these boats. His name is Jerry. Uh, he is oh, As soon as you say Jerry, uh, he stiffens up. And he oh, says, you sure afraid, you know Jerry? I'm afraid, I'm afraid Jerry is unavailable at the moment. By which, by what, what do you mean by that? Uh, this person has rolled a nat one on what I was doing with them. So they become immediately sweaty. They slam the book shut and hide it behind them. Well, I, I, I'm afraid that Jerry is unavailable because he is quite busy. Uh, busy doing what? Busy, too busy to see his papa. I'm afraid I, I cannot speak for Jerry. If you would uh, please be on your way, I would appreciate no, no, that. No. Ed. I'm going to say this. Shh, just I'm going to put my like dirty finger on his mouth. Take me to Jerry now or I will make you wish you were never born. Uh, intimidation with advantage. Because I rolled a nat one, not because you're so good at intimidation. Oh, even with some negatives, it'll be all right. Um, that was a 19 minus two, 17. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all right, this way. And he leads you onto another ship, a, a few docks down and leads you up the gangplank. Uh, a burly captain of that ship says, who are you bringing on my boat right now? I can't be having any visitors. We're busy, we're loading, we're unloading. And you notice there's nobody doing the loading and unloading. He's just saying that. And uh, you look around and you do not see anybody except the quartermaster, yourselves, and the captain. Take me to Jerry now. 
I'm afraid you're gonna have to cough up quite a bit of coin if you're gonna want to speak with our finest crew member. Excuse me, I'm going to have to ask you to show me to Jerry post-haste, or you'll be coughing up blood. I think what he meant to say was, please. Yes, you'll be coughing up blood, please. Now, take me to Jerry. (laughs) There is a lot of tension hanging in the air. I'm going to start whistling, Jenny! (laughs) Jenny! A scraping sound emerges from the inside of the ship, and you see a large crate slowly, slowly sliding out from the door, and at your whistle from behind that crate emerges Jerry. Jerry has been clearly corralled into doing free labor for these people, pushing crates back and forth without costs, without tire, but upon seeing you, you are the only person who can command Jerry, and he comes shambling over directly to you, Cult. All right, good art, guys. We can leave Jerry behind. He's uh, clearly made a life for his own. Oh, so good to see you, my boy. I will take Jerry's earnings now. Uh, and, and they look between each other like, I don't really think that's how that works. Uh, you don't pay a zombie to be a zombie. Well, you do pay a necromancer for the benefits of their magics. So I will be taking my gut. Thank you. The captain looks obstinate and defiant, and everybody is sort of like, I guess you may or may not gear up for whatever standoff may happen here, but Jetta, your eye is caught by something entirely other. Oh? As Jerry and Colt are lovingly reunited, as Locke and Maeve stand next to him, as the captain and the quartermaster stand their ground, the crate Jerry was pushing is the only thing you can focus on because on the side is a giant ink stamp that says Jetta's Gabagool and Sundries. No. <laughs> oh my God. bitch apologies to our native spanish-speaking listeners it could be ballon or pelota pelota de fuego okay i don't know if that's actually how you translate this it could also be cojones <laughs> mis cojones de fuego i need to see el doctor <laughs> all right all right this is Anyways. this is not a, this is not an official duolingo podcast so why don't we why don't we cool it a little it's bit? Bola. It's bola de fuego. Yeah, too much fuego. Too much fuego. Anyways. <laughs> no, no, no. Save that for when we get sponsored by Duolingo, and then we can add in you know, our, our, our word our, our word of the this day. This series of brutal murders is brought to you by the dangerous owl that will hurt you if you forget to Spanish. This episode was brought to you by the word muerte. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs>